0: morning. This is Caleb Hatcher. I'm a director in our KPMG advisory practice, and we're excited to talk with you today about some of the things we're seeing around the COVID-19 pandemic and how we're seeing finance organizations really respond quickly to the new challenges that have arisen over the past couple of weeks. Sitting down with me today is my colleague Sanjay Siegel. He's a partner in our finance transformation practice, so thanks for being with us, Sanjay.
1: Thanks, Caleb. I really appreciate that. Hello, everybody. Sanjay Siegel, a partner focused on finance transformation across a number of industries with over 25 years of experience working with CFOs across a number of different types of organizations.
0: Great. Well, thanks for chatting with us today. And look, I know you are talking to a lot of CFOs in this time, hearing a lot of different perspectives around what they're focused on. What are you hearing from them around what their biggest focus areas are right now?
1: Well, Caleb, I mean, this is certainly a challenging time for every company that we're seeing out there. And it's interesting, you have companies on one end of the spectrum that are consumer facing, so those folks that are actually making product for consumers, so those folks are out there trying to figure out how can we produce more product, how can we get more food to people, so they have their own sets of challenges. And on the other side of it, you've got companies that are unfortunately in service industries, whether they be transportation industries or restaurant industries, and they're having their own sets of challenges making sure given that it's low demand. And so I think each type of company has its own unique set of challenges.
0: And what about CFOs specifically? What are some of the things as a finance leader that they're laser focused on for both their organizations and for their financial statements?
1: So I think first and foremost, everyone I've chatted with is they're focused on their employee welfare and how their employees are navigating these waters. And then more importantly, trying to figure out how we manage working in a remote environment. For us as consultants, it's very easy because we've always worked remotely, but now as we look at finance teams, et cetera, being asked to work remotely, I think they're finding some challenges. And so what we've been doing as KPMG is we've been trying to help them on a number of fronts, just trying to help them navigate on how to set up work environments, what are the right tool sets to use. And in a lot of cases, for example, We've actually found ways to backfill some of their resources, perhaps, in areas that they didn't have support. So we're
0: just trying to basically plug some holes as we go along. Interesting. So workforce is obviously a big focus, getting that mobile workforce up and running quickly. That's a good example. How are they thinking about working capital and liquidity and and some of those elements? Well, and I
1: think this one's the area that's right behind employee welfare, et cetera. Really, it gets down to cash flow and liquidity. For all companies, as we know, we understand what's happening in the federal government trying to come with some stimulus package. But really, internally, most organizations are trying to figure out how to manage cash flow, trying to do a better job of managing expenses internally. And so working capital elements, like we all are used to, each company, depending on the industry they're in, are working on different parts of those elements. And you know what's interesting, we have been over the years talking to finance quite a bit, and forecasting has been top of mind for the last two years for a lot of companies. In these times, we are seeing that this concept of how do we forecast much faster, how do we leverage changing market dynamics of signals that are happening so quickly, how does that actually model out into an organization, whether it's changing interest rates, whether it's aspects of certain types of regional growth metrics, et cetera. And I think what's coming to fruition is that topic of how do we forecast and how do we do a much better job of quickly rendering a forecast is really starting to come to mind for a lot of CFOs and their organizations.
0: Interesting. Yeah, well, it's a great point. As there's more uncertainty now than there maybe ever has been, the ability to look at a lot of external signals and quickly readjust and run different scenarios would be really critical for these finance organizations. Any other things that they're thinking about maybe a little longer out beyond the one to two-week window, but a little longer out, what are some of the things that you're seeing finance leaders think about?
1: Well, I think really for everybody, we're starting to really think about What are the longer-term effects of the COVID on other parts of the business, not only from a longer-term sales perspective, customers' perspective, but even a supply chain perspective? We in finance, as finance professionals, are integrated into all of those business functions. And so helping understand and work with our business partners to navigate what those areas of opportunity, frankly, could be out in the future and concern could be is where we're starting to see once we get stabilized over the next two weeks is how we think finance can really do it is they can reach out to partners internally and make an impact.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of tie-ins that finance can add a lot of value in whether it's helping quickly evaluate a supply chain and what suppliers may be at risk or all the interdependencies. That's a spot finance has to probably step up more than they have in the past on. Good. Curious about this. As a leader at KPMG, how are you leading your team during this time lot of unknown you're not able to be people as much what's worked well for you and your team
1: clearly as you said a unique time for all of us i mean the first thing we're doing the most important thing is just reaching out to each one of our employees I look at every one of my team members and teammates as family members to some extent. So checking in with them regularly, we have, and we've always lived in a remote environment. So for us, working remotely was natural. But what's actually been interesting has been the lack of face-to-face interaction. So last night, I hosted my first <laughs> virtual happy hour. So we I all that... 18 of us got together virtually on a screen, uh, and it was nice. The messages after that were amazing. It was so nice to see everybody's face and just take even five minutes to just speak and talk. So in these times, we stick together. We're focused on our client work. Every one of us is still doing work to serve our clients in any way, staff log, whether it's supporting mission-critical projects or in general, just being there as sounding boards for ideas. We're doing that, and then internally we're just trying to stay connected so that everybody stays motivated.
0: I love it. Yeah, it sounds like you're really pushing for staying connected with your folks and keeping a sense of normalcy and doing as much as you can to keep that going. That's great. And then what about some things as we get to the other side that you think our CFOs should be thinking about and that maybe they can even start to take advantage of now? You
1: know, I've been thinking about this a lot. Obviously, first and foremost, we as a world, we as a team in the community want to make sure we get through this as safe as possible and stabilized. Yep. But as I thought about it more and more, it's the same messages I've been giving a few weeks back. Finance has to be thinking about how to take their current set of processes and focus on how they become more automated. Yep. You know, we've been touting a topic in the marketplace about extreme automation. So how do we automate certain processes so that, frankly, we don't have enough hands in the process. And so in an environment like this today, take a record to report process or a monthly close process, in the old days, it might have taken seven, eight, nine days, and it had a lot of people that were doing various steps. If we could have gotten to where I think the future should be, which is a one-to-two-day close and a touchless close process, now in this type of environment, we wouldn't have had to worry as much about right. some of the issues right. we're seeing about finance professionals working remotely or not. Intelligent forecasting. One of the topics that's been near and dear to my heart is as we think about reinventing forecasting and planning, if we had those dynamic drivers in place, if we had those external signals married with the internal signals and there was a forecast on demand, I'm not saying we would have forecasted this situation, but what I'm saying is we can actually rapidly forecast and change yeah. the business a lot better and so
0: And run different scenarios. Exactly. Totally. Yeah.
1: You got it, right? So my point is as people are sitting around working remotely, thinking through not only the day-to-day options of what to do, but if they have a chance to start thinking about on the other side what we should be doing, these are the types of things we should be thinking about how to build into our strategy as we get on the other side of this.
0: Yep. You know, that makes a lot of sense. And I like those examples because they do a couple things. One, they build capabilities, but then they also build resilience for tough situations like this in the future. Those are a couple of good examples. Good. Well, thank you, Sanjay. I appreciate your time and thanks for sitting down with us today. Be safe and we'll get through it all together. Yep. Stay safe. Thanks so much.